0: And welcome to episode 19 of the Generation Gamers Podcast, Woo! a podcast where we've made a two-part episode because we went too long on a different episode.
1: Yep. I'm Sean Capri.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is part two of our Zelda discussion. Yeah, man. Uh, part one went up through the Wind Waker. Try to hit on each one a little bit of our thoughts on each one, but not dive. We didn't dive super deep. I mean, there just wasn't a purpose to.
1: No, I mean, you know, these games have been around for you know a while now, and it's a very well known, well recognized franchise. So going back and looking at them and how they've progressed is you know interesting. I mean, the the names, even the guys who are associated with these games, you know, are very famous now, and people know them. And you know, oh yeah, the the Zelda franchise, even though. Mm -hmm. know half the people i talked to are like oh yeah zelda you mean the dude in the green cap like that's exactly what i mean
0: yeah well i wear this shirt so i'm wearing my 8-bit zelda shirt and i often get it mistaken with minecraft oh i know it hurts it hurts and i have to forgive them because they're young (laughs) still though but it hurts
1: man you play minecraft that's awesome
0: yeah okay so this is completely off this topic but it popped in my head have you seen the new lego game The Lego Worlds, it looks like Minecraft Lego. Or Lego Minecraft? No. It's out on Xbox and PlayStation right now. It will be out on Switch at some point. Eh, Lego did it first. It is... It just looks awesome. Like, I don't think I'm going to get it. Who knows? If it's on the Switch. Yeah, but I don't let my son play on the Switch very much, and he's going to want to play this one. Oh, yeah,
1: so don't do it. Maybe on
0: the Xbox. There you go. We'll see. Okay, let's get into some Zelda here. All right, man. The first... Zelda game we're going to talk about today. It's not one of the big notes, Big ones. This one is A Legend of Zelda,
1: A Four Swords Adventure.
0: Now, last week we talked about the Game Boy Advance or color or whatever one it was.
1: I think it was Advance, yeah. So this with the GameCube, the Advance. Yeah.
0: yeah, so this one here it must be the GameCube one. It came out June 7, 2004. Okay, yep, time frame. Yep, the GameCube, which did not happen in the 90s. Dave. Um, it Known in... Known in Japan as Zelda no Densensu Yoto no... I'm not going to do this again. Uh,
1: Again, you were slaughtering. The Legend of Zelda
0: (laughs) Four Swords Plus.
1: Okay. I, I think Adventures works better.
0: Allows up to four players to play the game using Game Boy Advances and Game Boy Link Cables. Which is weird, because why can't you just use four controllers? Unless it's on the Game Boy screens. The other three players. I could see that. Um... Carryover stylistic elements of the Wind Waker. And then it was re-released some player choice line, blah, blah, blah. No one cares about
1: that. So there was a way, and I don't know exactly how you did this, but if you had a Game Boy Advance, which I did, and somebody else had the Wind Waker, you could, like, plug in your Game Boy Advance. And I don't know if you drop bombs on the screen for him, but you could help if somebody's playing the Wind Waker with a Game Boy. I've heard about that, yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that when you talk about putting a Game Boy Advance up to the GameCube that was that was definitely a thing that I did as a kid
0: yeah so once again I know nothing of this game it, it, sure it's a thing yeah it's a Zelda game I, I I should probably own it Yeah. I, I mean to go on game the Boy wall Advance? oh yeah if you
1: want them all that's true
0: yeah well and I think I've determined my collecting I'm just going for all the Nintendo stuff right now like console wise I, I need to so I got one more console yep And then I need to just start with the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, Game Boy
1: Advance. I want one of each. You're not going to play them. What are you going to do with them? Like, frame them?
0: I don't think you can find a frame that would fit them You could
1: absolutely get a custom frame made. No, I want to display them. But I want them all to be playable. So you want them working? Yes. I wonder how much.
0: Cheap. Really? Depends on which one. I mean, I think the most expensive one of those right there is going to be the SP and that's like 40 dollars 40, 40 45 bucks. Oh yeah, that's not bad at all. But like 20 bucks for a Game Boy Advance non-SP version? Yep. Um I'm sure a Game Boy itself you can get for like 10 15. I don't know, I'm going to go out to a different place I just heard about recently. Oh, okay. in a couple of days and we'll see what happens. Interest. you're going to
1: mobile, you decided not to go with Sega.
0: Yeah, I think it's just smarter just to I think it's smarter to condense what I'm trying to collect into a more I don't know. Like maybe one day I'll have everything of everything, but I think it's more important just to collect have a nice collection that I want to display and whatever else. All right man. And that
1: in Sonic sucks. Um, Uh listening part of your episode. Yeah. I'm working my way through it right now, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Like, yeah, I played like, you know, thirty minutes, but it's like a worse platformer. It's so bad. At least Dave tried to defend it a little bit, but not much. He didn't convince me. No. So the next game came out.
0: It's one I almost bought recently, and I need to actually get this because it's one of, the, one of the mobile games. The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Now, I don't know much about this, but I've heard good things. Really? I think, so it came out, sorry, it came out in January 2005. Okay. It came out on the Game Boy Advance and it says in 2004, so eventually, I guess it must have been in, in Japan. Uh, it came out in the 3DS... Uh, virtual console. Okay, so the 3DS. something interesting, and people speculate this with the Switch. Now, when 3DS first came out, it was like 250 bucks, and they realized, boy, that's too expensive. Wait, and the so the 3DS did, was 250 bucks. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. So for real. And so they're like, hey, for all these people that bought this for 250 bucks, we're gonna do the ambassador program, which is where they gave them like like 10 free games in the virtual console. Okay, but apparently, from what I, I recently heard is that once those games came out on the Virtual con, like they could never be bought again any other way. Really? So like that was like the one chance to get them was through there, and you could get these games in other forms, just not on the 3ds. And you had to be part of the ambassador program, which means you bought the original one for the high price, and Do you have the, to prove it. I I don't. It's well past. It's not a thing now. Uh, huh. But but this was one of the games. It came out on the, on the 3DS for that. And the, then it also came out on the Wii U. It was called the Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap? The Minish Cap. Now... What is a Minish Cap? It's a Cap that Minishes. It was developed by... I'll get back to this. It was developed okay. by Capcom. <laughs> it introduced a shrinking game mechanic. So I want to say, and I've never played this, and I want to. There, there's a series of, of mobile ones that I want to play. And this is one of the ones I haven't that I want to. But... I think you put on this hat and you get small. Okay. That Minish, that makes sense, right? Mini, minish, I can see it. I I think somehow that word works. Um, Known in Japan as The Legend of Zelda The Mysterious Hat. (laughs) Uh, And apparently, this is all, oh man, I didn't even get this. It was released in Europe in a bundle packaged with the, The Legend of Zelda themed Game Boy Advanced SP. How awesome would that be?
1: I I bet you good money you can find it if you look. Oh, I'm gonna have to. They have launch, you know, developer yeah. Xbox ones. You can find that.
0: Yeah, I gotta look that up. Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, it was a, but you've a heard ga- good things. A Game Boy Advance game. I, I've heard positive things. I don't think this is one of the ones where like, uh, core people in, um. And Zelda, like, the big Zelda fans. I don't think it's the one that, like, everyone's like, oh, you gotta play this game. But Are like, there
1: any mobile games like that, though? Like, in the Zelda, like, franchise that people are excited about the mobile games? Yes. There are? We'll get to one towards the end.
0: Okay. Um. The, so, the next game, we'll move on to the next game because I don't want think about that one.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yep. Uh, And we kind of talked about it. We were going to do this episode. Most of the discussions were going to be about the console ones. Right? It's neat, That's though, the core one. Some of
1: these games I didn't know, like, I've never heard this game's title. That's
0: Well, and that was me up until not too long ago. Because, like, you know, I played Zelda back in the day. But then I probably went 20 years without playing the Zelda game. And now I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I missed all these Zelda games. I love Zelda. I just wonder how
1: many people, like, call themselves Zelda fans, but I've never, like, like, don't know these things. Because, I mean, I'm a new to the Zelda franchise. Yeah, you know, Breath of the Wild is my first big venture, but a lot of these games, man, I didn't know they were so deep. Like,
0: I mean, I wouldn't knock someone saying they're a Zelda fan and not knowing about Minish Cap, yeah, or Four Swords Adventure, but saying you're a Zelda fan and having not played the console Zelda games, I mean, there's someone that you'll purposely not play. Like, there are people out there like I'm a Zelda fan, but I purposely did not play this game. Yeah, right. That's one thing, but not knowing they exist is kind of like. You're a fan of a Zelda game. Yeah. Not just a Zelda fan. But, I mean, I'm not going to knock someone. When it comes, like, knocking people for stuff, I guess, for me, it's very much on, like, how they present themselves. Okay. Right? Like, okay, so let's talk beer for a second. Oh, man. Like, um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with with someone liking bad beer, right? I don't okay. care. Yeah. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Awesome. That's your thing. Whatever. I don't <laughs> care, right? I do have a problem with people coming like, oh, I'm a beer snob. Right? I hate that. I want to punch those people in the face. I like good beer. I like making my own beer. I like going into like um more I don't know, better beers, I would say. You're a beer enthusiast? Sure. There you
1: connoisseur, go. <laughs> if you will, right? Don't pull your pinky
0: at me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Beer connoisseur holds it with his whole hand. Um, don't want to drop it. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so as far as Zelda fans go, like if you came taunting I me, mean, I'm such a Zelda fan, I'm the biggest Zelda fan, and you don't know certain things, yeah, then I'm gonna bash for it, be like, I really like Zelda. I had no idea this game exists. Okay, sure, go try it out. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know. It seems very popular, like Zelda. Like,
0: yeah. um, I mean it's it's an amazing franchise,
1: man. It is, but I mean, some of these games are really like they're hard. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent.
1: As a gamer, like getting through Ocarina time. There were some challenging spots. Yes. Yeah. And frustrating at times. Oh, super frustrating. I think old games though, at the time they were amazing. And I mean, if you go back now without having that like nostalgia factor, yeah, you're going to get frustrated.
0: Yeah. Um, so the next major game here is Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess. Now this came out in the U S November 19th, 2006, I believe. Yeah. It's a Wii launch game. So I'm pretty sure when I pre-ordered my Wii, Yep, I had bought this game. I, I want to say, I want to say, Metroid Prime Three. Oh wow, yeah. Um, uh, it, the release was delayed so it could be ported to the Wii. So this game was actually supposed to be a GameCube game, and it came out on both. Oh wow, but it came out on GameCube like a week or two later. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah, that's dirty. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a dirty move, man. It's, it is. <laughs> and there are people out there that'll say that GameCube is a definitive way to play it. Really. Yeah, so actually it talks about here on here. Let's see. The GameCube Wii versions differ in that the Wii version supports 16 by 9 widescreen presentation horizontally flips the in-game world to make Link right-handed. Okay, now you gave me that look. Yep. Now, I don't remember if I heard this explanation. I must have. I wouldn't come up with this on my own. <laughs> so when you play the game on the Wii, it's motion controls. So you're, uh, okay. so the the nunchuck controls the so, the shield. And the Joy-Con controls the sword, right? And most people are right-handed and will hold the Joy-Con, or hold the uh, the Wii Remote. I don't know if I said Joy-Con earlier, if I did. Oops. You did. But the Wii Remote, the, they'll hold the Wii Remote in the right hand. Yep. So they may
1: link right-handed. In the other games, is he left-handed? Like, is this, like, a lore problem no, or something? Okay. I think it's just that one. Like, okay. I don't know if he other- is on any other one. <laughs> I,
0: I'm, like, looking at it, I don't think I've ever noticed him being left-handed any, ever before. I oh, wasn't sure if there's some guy, you know,
1: some Zelda super fans like, this game's unplayable. Like, uh, apparently, it was the first Zelda game to receive a T, uh teen rating. Oh, they were all, like, E before?
0: I, I assume. I mean, and this, so here's the thing with this one, though. This was dark. Like, the game is dark. Really? Yeah, so I've played through it two and a half times.
1: Okay, I've seen it played a, a lot of times. I just...
0: Yeah, so I, I played it when I first bought it. Yep. Um, I played it about a year ago, prepping for Zelda to come out. Maybe it was a year and a half ago, because I've been waiting for the new Zelda game to come out for about two and a half years now, or whatever. It's crazy. Three years. Almost, yeah, almost three years. Um, so... I played it then, and then Camille likes watching me play it. So she's been having me play it, and I've taken a big break. So I've been doing a lot of other stuff, but I've been playing that um, off and on lately. Uh, it's dark, man. And it's not dark in the way Majora's Mask is dark. It's dark as it just it has a very dark adult look. And that was a result of people getting upset at Wind Waker yeah. and how cartoony it looked. Um, a big complaint with this game is that the... Uh, like the the tutorial part of it takes forever, really, and it does. Like learning how to do combat and stuff. Like you meet these kids and they want you to beat up this thing and show them, and you do something with the bow and arrow at one point. And they want you to show them, and like you have to go trade. Like at one point, I want to say I don't. I want to say it's like early on. like You go into the village that you live in, and. You have to uh like get a fishing pole and catch a fish to get this cat to follow you to get the cat to go back home so they'll give you like a slingshot or something like it's yeah, it's a lot of stuff you do before you ever really get into the
1: game, so what's the base? so like we talked about you know the past couple ones, you know, like this the base storyline? yeah, so like save the princess, save your sister,
0: so you are gonna go
1: so I know the wolves involved in this one, right? yeah,
0: yeah. so you're gonna go and. Uh, deliver a message for somebody to to the castle, the Hyrule okay. Castle. um, Because, oh man, because like the guy who was going to do it got hurt or something like that. Okay. And so you're going to go deliver this message and the princess is gone. I don't remember exactly how the story starts out, but there's like this twilight that's gone over everything. And when you're in the twilight, you turn into the wolf and you have Midna is riding on your back. Okay. And, you're trying to get these teardrops, and you collect enough of them, and you'll make the twilight go away. And then you can go to the dungeon that's in that twilight area. Mm. It's no longer twilight. And you can switch. At first, no, you can't really switch back and forth. Um, and you have to basically clear it all out, and then you get to the town. And then eventually, you go into the twilight, and you see that Zelda. I mean, you might even go in the twilight at the very beginning. Like, it might be one of the things at the very beginning, you go in. And something happens, and I don't remember exactly, but something happens and it takes you into the Twilight world. And you're a wolf and you're in jail. Yeah, you're in jail and you have to break out. And then Midna's there to help you and you go and you see the Princess Zelda. Um, And she's basically there. I don't know if she's captive or she volunteered to go there. Um, But you go through and you're trying to get rid of the Twilight. Here's the problem with this game is... There's the story, and then they basically, like, artificially lengthen the game. So, you have to go through and do these dungeons as you get rid of the Twilight to get more, you know. And it's like everything else. Like, all the other Zelda games. Like, you go in, you get an item. That item helps you get through the dungeon, and that item also helps you after the dungeon to get to the next area. Okay. Right? So, you go through and you do this, but then you get to the point where you're like okay now i'm good now i got to go find this mirror to get back to the twilight area so that i can you know banish this guy who i just lost the name of the main bad guy um is it ganon? i don't think it's ganon. i think ganon might be part of this but he's not who you're trying to find at the time. oh okay. um it's been, it's been a while since i it, like I said it's been a year or so since i beat it and i've played so much since then that i've kind of lost a few of the details but i'm on this fetch quest part right now when i'm replaying through it. And you have to go, like, you get there and like, oh, but he shattered the mirrors. So now you have to go through all these locations to go find these pieces of mirror. That's and annoying. Just, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, like oh, we don't want the game to be over yet, so we're going to make the story kind of go stupid to send you out there. And, and the dungeons are good. And some people, some a, a I don't know, you'll hear a lot of people say that that game has the best dungeons. Really? Yeah. Uh, huh. It's not my favorite Zelda game. Um it's part of this kind of get annoying is what this is what the issue is like it starts out fine i don't like the wolf part i'm not a fan of being the wolf uh it's not terrible uh but i'm not really a fan um
1: so do you have all the basic zelda mechanics the hook shot bow and arrow all yeah that? and
0: you end up with like a double hook shot at one point which is really cool because you'll hook onto something and you have to use it to hook onto like the next thing you're like making your way like spider-man across this little area Oh, that's dope yeah like there's some cool stuff yeah um, but it's just the story gets annoying. Um and then like I said, being the wolf, I don't I don't enjoy the wolf part. Gosh. Gotcha. Um so
1: did it feel like a good Zelda game though? Yeah. I mean okay. it's got all the right elements. Yeah, just a little darker, a little more realistic looking. I don't even say realistic, but definitely darker. Uh
0: but you also like the side story where there's these kids in your village and they get taken by some of the bad guys. Uh like some of the the demons that are showing up because the twilight's there. Okay. And it's just your normal, your typical bad guys. Um, but at least there's some, actually some really cool and some really shitty like parts of the game. Like there's one part where you're where there's like a, a big like orc looking thing on top of this big hog's back and on a you're on a, a um on a bridge and you have to get across this bridge. You have to take this guy down. Oh. So you have to run at him and then go on one side, you're on your horse, you're on a and you have to basically go to the other side from him attacking and hit him as he goes by. And if you do this enough times, you know you have to like dodge his attack and hit him. He goes flying over the edge, and that's a really cool part. Now, a downside is this girl loses her memory, and you're trying to get her back to the Karako village to see this basically a medicine man. And so she's behind you in a um. No, no, she's out there in like a horse and a horse and uh, carriage type deal with this okay. woman. And you're trying to protect her, and there's the goblins on their horses, and they have their arrows, and you have your arrows. And then there's also this flying thing. And what will happen is she'll be running along her path, and if it catches fire, you have your um, your boomerang. So in this one, your boomerang makes a little tornado as it flies. Okay. So if it catches fire, like if they set her on fire, it's fine. You just throw the thing and it puts a fire out, right? So you knock them out. That's fine. The problem is, is if you don't hit the flying guy at the right time, it turns them, or instead of them turning right, they'll turn left, and they'll make the loop again. And you just get on this constant loop where you have to hit this flying guy at the right time, or you don't get to exit that area. Sounds very annoying. It is freaking terrible. Like I wanted to scream. So, is this motion controls right? If it's on the Wii. On the Wii, it is. On the GameCube, it's not. Okay. Um, but on the Wii, yeah, it's motion controls. Ooh. Uh, but it's not. So there's there's there's, pl- there's good and bad with the motion controls, right? Yep. So the, in this game, the motion controls aren't, aren't very precise, right? So you just swing, and it just makes him swing his sword, right? It doesn't follow what you're doing. It just knows that you're swinging, so it swings. Okay. But you can also just hit A, and he'll do like a lunge swing thing, and you can just fight that way without really having to swing much. Yeah. But also, you find these, um, when you're in the wolf, you find these like, wolf around, and they teach you like a song, and you sing that song, and then it puts a guy for you to go find when you're in the human form. And you find the guy, and he teaches you like fighting techniques. Oh, and you don't have to do this, but he'll teach you his fighting techniques. And one of them's like hitting him with a shield and knocking him back, one of them's like jumping around him, one of them's like um, doing like this backflip thing. Like it just teaches you these like advanced fighting techniques, and that part's pretty cool. And the motion controls of that kind of help because you can use your the the nunchuck part and push it forward and it's hitting him with the shield.
1: Yeah, doing a shield bash?
0: Yeah. Cool. So that part, yeah, that part's pretty cool. Hmm. Sounds like a pretty alright game. It's good. It's yeah. worth playing. Gotcha. If you ever get a Wii or a Wii U and you're not, you know, in the middle of too many things, I'll let you borrow. It's definitely worth playing. So...
1: The next game, I know the next big game was there. A, was there, in betweener's,
0: there is, and I've actually oh. played this one. Oh, so the next one came out in October first, two thousand seven, and it's the Phantom Hourglass. This was a, this came out on the DS and later on the Wii U Virtual Console. I actually owned it on the Wii U, which is really strange, by the way. So it features touch screen functionality and visual similar to the the Wind Waker. Originally developed as a Legend of Zelda Four Swords DS. Oh, man. It's not a four-player game. Takes place after the events of Wind Waker. Um, so, also released in a bundle package with the Legend of Zelda-themed Nintendo DS. Ooh, I need, maybe I can just find an American one. So, it's a DS game, and it's really stupid that it's not released on the 3DS, but it's released on the Wii U, which gives you some weird options. Because here's the way the game works, okay. right? So on the DS, normally your gameplay is on the top screen and your menu and stuff's on the bottom screen. And on this one, the map's on the top screen and the bottom screen is with the play area. and you actually like use the stylus. What? yeah, so you use the stylus and he follows around like where you tell him to go using the stylus. And if you want him to roll, you like draw a circle with the stylus. Yeah, it's, it's kind of stupid. Like, the controls, I, I cannot like The game is not bad, but the controls are just ridiculous.
1: That's interesting. That, like, I don't think I've ever seen a DS game that, you know, I own a DS. I don't think I've ever seen one of the controls like that.
0: Yeah, it's strange. Well, if you ever played, um Dementium, I think the name of the game? Never. It's um, it made by Renegade Kid. I have it on my 3DS, have the remastered version. You can, you're still using the screen for like your gameplay, but you can control like forward and back and and strafe left and right with your, your thumbstick, but you control the looking around and aiming and stuff with your stylus on the touchscreen. It's re- it, it, it really cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, it works really well. But on this game, it's kind of stupid. I'm not going to lie, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. But when you play a DS game on your Wii U, you have options. Okay. Right? You can have the TV be the top screen, and the Wii U be the bottom, screen, like the game controller be the bottom screen, which is just worthless. Yeah. Or you can turn it sideways, and have the top half. So when you turn it sideways, right, it's a it's a rectangle going up and down. Yep. And the top half will be, um, the top half the top screen and the bottom half with the bottom screen. And that's how I played this. Oh. But here's where the problem comes in. There's a point in the game, so it takes place like literally like right after. Right after Wind Waker. Oh. So you get back on with the pirate, who's Tetra, who's also Zelda. Yep. Just doesn't know and, it. Well, at this point she does. Oh. And she's like, don't call me Zelda, I'm Tetra. And then you go out, and she gets taken. And so you have her boat, and you're going around these different islands, and it's a basic Zelda game, except for like, between levels, you go to this area, and you have to make it certain distance before the time runs out in your little hourglass it's this weird mechanic and I don't remember what the purpose of it is but it's just something that you have to do between these levels Um, but there's one point where you're trying to figure out where to go and it puts a spot on the top map and it tells you to oh maybe you can fold this over and transpose it on the other part and I'm looking at my controller I'm like what does it want me to do so it turns out with the DS you would literally have your maps open and close the clamshell and then reopen it, and it will have done it. What? Well, you can't do that with the Wii.
1: I mean, you, you can't just break
0: it. Yes, you snap <laughs> in half, and it would not do anything. So you you hit the home button, and then when you go back in the game, it has done it. Did you have to like look it up? I did. Oh, oh God, yeah. yes. Uh, no, there's, no there's no way I would have figured that out. No, 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 no. It would never have happened. Um, so Sean Capri actually played this game. Whenever he came on as a guest on... Um, on Sheldon, forgotten. He was going to play this game, and he said he got like two minutes into it. And said, "Screw you," and put it down. Wow. And I get it. The controls are weird, but the game itself is actually quite fun. Huh. So the game that followed that is another DS game that came out in two thousand nine. Oh wow. And that Spirit Tracks. I've also heard. I think the controls are probably similar. I've I've heard it's fun though. Um, in Japan, it was The Legend of Zelda, The Steam Whistle of Earth. <laughs> That's
1: just funny. I, I don't understand.
0: Well, I mean, sometimes it translates the same. Yeah. Just, so when the treehouse gets a hold of it, they have to figure out how to make it sound more American.
1: Yeah. I hope they play it. Like.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, features touchscreen functionality and similar visuals to Phantom Hourglass. Takes place 100 years after the events of Phantom Hourglass. There's a, I know there's a train that you get on I don't know anything else about it I want to get this game at some point like, yeah. I want to get the physical copy of this and Phantom Hourglass oh yeah the DS ones in the cases um, ideally but man that's tough that's a good $40 man uh, yeah I, I'm just it's going to happen eventually Yeah, I was gonna it's going to go on the wall you, you got to have a wall man come on it's going to go on the wall that came out in, in um, December 7th 2009 the next big game okay is Skyward Sword Okay, and that came out in 2011. No this ever, was remember 2011.
1: The, the jump to the Wii U, right?
0: This no, this was a Wii game. It's a Wii game, and this, and this used the Wii Motion Plus, so uh-huh. you could hold out the Wii controller and wiggle it around slowly, and his sword would do what your controller
1: is doing. Oh, that's cool. Well, kind of. Oh, uh, kind of.
0: The game itself was probably the most on-rail Zelda game I've ever played. Really. Yeah, it, it just holds your hand step to step. You have to go through it a very specific way. Um, the motion controls were great yet broken. So let's... Okay, there's a guy you have to fight and at times he'll hold his defenses in certain ways, either horizontal or vertical, and you have to basically slice down between them. Now the issue is, let's say your hand's in one location and you need to move it to another location. As you move your hand to that location to make that swipe, it might swipe... Like if you don't move slow enough, it'll swipe your sword, you'll hit his defenses and then he'll smash you. Uh. So it became kind of annoying. It was a completely different bad guy in this one. Ganon was not in this really. this was the or, this is the origin story, which is what I really like about this game. the okay. story I liked. So you start off in the clouds and you're in the city in the sky and Zelda's up there and it's actual the original Zelda, you're the original link. There is a love connection. It's the only time Zeke, Link and Zelda have ever had a love connection ever, and he's always had a love connection with someone else in other games. Like in, uh, I say always. I don't know if he always has, but he has had a love connections with other people in other games. Yeah. Um, like in uh, Twilight Princess, this girl you're trying to save is kind of like his little love connection. Okay. Um. You fall down, or no? Zelda falls down, gets taken down to Earth, which at one time was be- was I think thought inhabitable. You go down there, and you have to basically go through different areas of Earth. You go back up, and like you, like you, your shops and stuff are all up in your town up above. And there's things you have to do up there, but all your dungeons are down below. The water one, you played the water one with me, I think.
1: Yeah, I did. That
0: water one was terrible. Like you had to collect these things underwater. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, there's a section of it before you do certain things, and I, forget, I forgot what you have to do, but you have to go into this world to collect these teardrops and there's a certain number you have to collect and when you collect certain things it's, it freezes time for these bad guys and as long as time is frozen they won't come at you but as soon as that time runs out they come at you until you get another teardrop and then that freezes the time again hmm. and well, they're one hit kills and it doesn't kill you it just knocks you out of this. you gotta do it again and it's super stressful like super stressful <laughs> Probably the most stressed I've ever been in a Zelda game. I was gonna those say, scenes. I can
1: see you really not liking that.
0: It is terrible. Um, the final fight's really good. Oh, really? Um, the characters are interesting.
1: So you say it's the origin story. So does it explain where like the evil comes from? Does yeah. it talk about like, your sword it, and shield?
0: It talks about, I, I think, basically everything. I don't remember if it talks as much about the sword and shield, but I'm sure it does. Uh-huh. Um... It talks about uh, uh, the Triforce, why it's broken up. It talks about, you know, you're, you're saving Zelda for the first time. Um, you're locking in this evil. You have to do that twice, which is kind of annoying. It's not a bad battle. Like you're having to run from it, and you have to, like, hit it and knock it down and attack it and run. You get some interesting side characters that are kind of goofy. It's, it's kind of cartoony. Um, it's kind of like a cartoonier art style to Twilight Princess. So still, I don't know how to. I don't. I don't know a better way to describe it than that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the princess like puts herself into like a hibernation for so many years, and you you go into the future, and you have to save her that way. It. it the story is good. Like the story is basically, here's this land in the sky and Skyloft, and here's higher and you're finally coming down. But it's got all the main areas of all the Zelda games. The dungeons are okay. The final fight though, you, so you have your fight. You have your sword. And you can, like, guys, like, trying to basically hit you with these lightning balls, and you have to, like, dodge them. But you put your sword up, and so throughout the game, once you get the once you get the master sword, you can put it up, and it, like, sends power through it, and you can, like, send this power flying. Well, in this one, you have to do it, and you have to catch this lightning with it, and send it flying at the guy. Oh, that's and cool. once I finally figured that out, the fight didn't take very long. Like, he kicked the crap out of me before that. Oh, okay. but the, that final fight was really cool the fight leading up to that one was where you're fighting the guy you had to swipe him certain ways I've never sweat so much in a video game in my life like I was just worn out um, but it's a good game it's a lot of fun um, get back into this the next game between that is because you asked if there was ever a mobile game that people were hyped about yeah so the yeah. next game is a link between worlds people got hyped about that one it's a 3ds game it came out in 2013 i owned it i sold it i gotta buy it again i didn't i didn't have the case then so i need it with the case to be able to put on the wall yeah really good game really 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 good game so you're basically it's it's like playing link to the past but it's in 3d if you turn the 3d on um and you get this like painting thing where you can like go up against the wall and you slide around the wall which is like a mechanic you can't go up and down you just go left and right on like walls and that's part of like the mechanics for getting around certain the obstacles Uh, and you can like go inside these cracks and you're going instead of going back and forth in time you're going back and forth between worlds but the what you have to do is very very similar and like the the boss dungeon the dungeon bosses are very very similar to link to the past Huh? It's really cool. Like a it's
1: reimagining of it, kind of. Yeah. Huh.
0: But it's really cool, really fun game, really good. Gotcha.
1: Pretty well received, then I take it.
0: Very well received. Uh, very, very well received. To my note, to my 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 understanding.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, apparently, it was announced at 2013 E3, and that's the only notes it has. Weird. Oh, Skyward Sword's only note was announced at 2009 E3. Hmm. These notes are getting lame. <laughs> Oh no, that's
1: Wikipedia. so it's four.
0: So in 2015, Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes came out. I own that. Okay. It's fun. It's got it's got kind of like overworld link type things. I don't think there's dungeons. You can play three player, but if you're playing three player online, you don't have you don't have any way to talk to each other, so you can just like send it to like weird emojis or something that's silly yeah if you had three people playing in the same room it'd be a really good game
1: oh
0: um i played it one player and when you play one player you're just kind of switching between which of the three you're using but it's cool because like one guy might have a bow one guy might have a bomb and one guy might have i don't know something different it's like a water wand and you use each of them to basically make your way through and you can stack them on top of each other huh. to like get different heights to shoot different things it, it is it's a pretty cool game it not well received because oh. the way it's supposed to be played is three player and you can play over the internet but it sucks unless you're like Skyping in with people or doing local three player play I think it's one of those things where they're trying to get people to hang out together and play games which is the best way to play games but it didn't work but it didn't work because no. people don't do that very much anymore no then the next thing that came out released in March 3rd 2017
1: oh I know this one what, Ben, what is it? It's Breath of the Wild. It is
0: Breath of the Wild. The whole reason we've done this two-part series now True. is to lead up to this. So, going in, I've been hyped about this game since E3 2014. Oh my when gosh. I'm watching it on my computer, Ryan's on my lap, little three-year-old Ryan at the time, and I about chunked him off my lap, I got so excited. And all they showed was Link riding out. And like a Guardian, I think.
1: Oh, they showed a Guardian? I
0: think so. Oh, that's cool. It's like, oh my God, it's a new Zelda game. Oh my God. When did you seem to care about this game? How many weeks ago?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're we're talking, say, maybe a month ago when all the discussion really started up. Mm. And there was a bunch of naysayers about the Switch, but you were talking about how good this game is. And I watched something about how open-world it was going to be. Oh, yeah. The size of it? Yeah, the size. I think it was the... Actually, you know what... I think what got me hyped was when somebody, like, put the Skyrim map. Like, for comparison, it was, like, less than a quarter of what this thing is. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is. It's a huge map, though. Yeah, Skyrim was pretty big, too. I I remember trying to walk across it once because I was bored one day. Uh, Regardless, I know. I I put up a lot of hours in Skyrim. Uh, But regardless, this game is... You know, As somebody who doesn't play Zelda games very often uh, and is very experienced in good open worlds, uh, this is a great game. Well,
0: I remember at one point you were going to try to get a used Wii U for and, cheap. And play it, yeah. And you're going to play it on there. Heck, but
1: the- I got excited about the game first. Yeah. And then we started talking about the Switch and then that trip came up and I'm like, man, it'd be really cool if I had a Switch to go on this trip. And well, being somebody who has money and I try not to spend it very you know, often, but... Sure. You, you know, can treat yourself. Yeah, I can treat myself. And you know, like I said, I'm like, yeah, I'll go out, you know, be like nostalgic, go out and try to get one then well. I walked in that parking lot, somebody just gave me one. I'm like, oh man, here you go. Show up and <laughs> Well, us and I have my chairs, ready to order pizza, brought my laptop. I was all excited to sit out there all night. Nope. Just <laughs> anticlimactic. Like, oh yeah, you want to switch? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get one. Well, here you go. Show up midnight. Thanks, lady. Ruin my night, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Ruin your night with the nicest gesture ever. Yeah, I know. Just here you
0: go. Yeah, like the, when you told me you were going to go get one up, I got real excited. I got real. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Was... And here's what I love. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into this game. But here's what I love. I'm staying away from the internet as far yeah. as the game goes. I don't want to look anything up on the internet. But back in the day when you got stuck on stuff, you talked to your friends. Yeah. I like being able to do that now. Right? That's it. We have these conversations. Now, I can't help you much because you're a million miles ahead of me. <laughs> But, yeah. Okay, so we looked it up. I put somewhere over thirty-five hours into this game. Yep. And you've put somewhere over forty-five. You're sure? Yep. Somewhere around there.
1: Yep. Forty-five hours. Over. Um, yeah. So or under fifty. Under Go. fifty. Yeah. Don't between don't get, forty-five and fifty. Yeah, don't get too twisted.
0: <laughs> so we both put quite a bit of time in this game. I th- this is probably the most I've ever put into a game ever. Wow. Like yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. Do that. I don't play the
1: big games like that. No, it just it strikes me because so, I mean, we talk about games so often. Well, yeah. I don't know.
0: I mean, there could be like like a Mario Kart or something like that. Yeah. But I'm talking like a straight playthrough of a game. Yeah. Right. Um, I think we have very different experiences. For quite a while, we were kind of texting back and forth, and still every once in a while we will um about what I saw, and then you tell me what you did, and I'm like, oh well, he hmm, just showed me up.
1: Uh, like I found this cool sword. You're like, I dressed like a woman. like, Oh, well you win. (laughs) Still one of the weirdest. like, yeah, men aren't allowed in this town. So I spent like an hour trying to sneak into it. Yeah. Turns out it's not how you get in. They just keep throwing you. Eventually somebody will like try to fight you. Yeah. Uh, so it's
0: cool how different though the experience can be. Oh yeah. Right. So, okay. We'll talk about some shrines. we're not gonna talk about the story we're not gonna talk about the dungeons yep we'll we'll say there are four that's known yeah right it's four they're called the divine beast or whatever um i in 35 hours i have done one and you're less than 50 hours you've done all four yeah um so you do you do the great plateau I do. All right. You do the Great Plateau. You have to do that. You don't have a choice. You have to do the four shrines that are on the Great Plateau to learn the basic things that you need to learn,
1: right?
0: From there, you can just go. Yeah. And it gives you some guidance on going to a town. Yep. Now, did you go straight to that town?
1: No. Where did you go? So, I went to the top of the mountain. I looked. I marked every shrine I could see.
0: Oh, on top of the, the, the mountain on the... Yeah. Okay.
1: Then I marked every shrine I could see, uh, and I started going through all the shrines trying to find uh, something, like something to do, like good armor, good weapon. I was trying to get, you know, game the system and get something good. Well, turns out, even if you get something good, it breaks, which just, you know, (laughs) at the time, like, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't want to use the good weapons, because I knew they'd break, and... I'm yeah, trying to no, save it, but I kept getting just my go. ass whooped. Yeah, I know, it was just terrible. Just do it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I—that's how I started, and eventually somebody like—I don't know what it was. Oh, I ran out of arrows, and I couldn't find any more. And you know, I ended up going to the town to go try to find arrows. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cause see, so I—I I went straight to the tower. Yeah. Because I wanted to see the see
1: the area. Yep.
0: While I was on the tower, I looked down and I see this guy walking on air. I think it's a Poe or something. Oh, know.
1: yeah, the wizard things. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: I see him walking on air, and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so I, Ryan's like, I want to see what that is. I'm like, yeah, let's go see what that is. So I go down there, and I one, I got destroyed. So then I started dodging it, but while I was doing that, I saw a shrine. Okay. So once I got down to that shrine, I'm like, well, I'll go look around this way. And it just took me on this path, like past people I should not have been anywhere near fighting. Uh, It took me into a minor test of strength, which I should not have been in yet, even though I beat it (laughs) out of pure luck. But I had not, and you and I kind of talked about this, I didn't have any of the the fighting skill lessons.
1: Yeah, no, eventually, I mean, to start that, like... I figured out how to walk on to people because that was the only thing in the older games. Yeah, and then I mean, even if you don't have the fight, skill, like you figure out how to jump to the side. Now the perfect dodges and stuff you don't.
0: Yeah, and well, and I knew those things existed yep. because I'd seen videos when they were like showing off the game early oh, man,
1: on. But there else, but I put a lot of time into fighting. It's still kind of hard, dude. I oh, I suck at fighting.
0: I am terrible. Huh. Um, if you put me up against a big guy, if there's not like a secret to killing him, yep. I'm gonna get destroyed. Oh man. Um, but I've got to the point now where like any normal enemy, yep. like any of the Bacoblins the Bacoblins, like the, the different colored ones, like yep. even like up to the gray or black one or whatever, yep. or any of the
1: lizard guys. How about the big ones? The big lizard guys. Oh, there's the, there's the Bacoblins, the lizards. And there's like the, I don't know, the even bigger ones than those. Is it
0: lizard like, or is it Bacoblin like? I think it's Bacoblin. Is it the, the, with the,
1: the eye in the middle of the head? no, no, no. They're just like bigger. They're, same thing, like, they run running packs.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I run into them or not. Oh, okay. But what, regardless, I'll, I will just go at those guys. Oh, like, okay. I will just sweep in and go at them. Like, and and what the, the one that's difficult, though, is when you have, like, a group of them with, like, four guys, like, four of the lizard guys up on the stands with bows. Oh, yeah. Because you can one-shot kill those guys if you hit him in the face. Yeah. Right? But the, they, they catch wind of you quick, and they catch wind of you, and you're screwed. Like... When there's a pack of guys inside a skull head, right? Oh, yeah. And those guys will run at you fast. Like, they it, they are in your face in a second. And if there's five of them, mm-mm. I'll take them on one by one. I can't take them on in a group. Um, So, I like I like sneaking around. I like doing the doing the shoot people in the head thing. Like oh, yeah. The bow and arrow
1: is amazing. The bow and arrow is very like, good.
0: I'm at a point right now where I'm actually kind of sad. I think all my really good bows have all broken, and I just have uh-huh. like mediocre
1: bows. Have you found the Colosseum yet? I don't know. Uh, okay. Should I have? And it's it's pretty close to the starting area, and
0: maybe I, mean, uh, I, I maybe I didn't know it was called that. Uh, um. But anyway, so I kept following around till I found some horses, which it turns out when you just have the normal stamina and you're trying to get a solid colored horse, it's not going to happen. No. Um. I finally decided to go back to the town, and I started to kind of following it some. but I still was like screw this I just want to go explore and trying to find a bunch of shrines Um, any shrines stick out for you so far not not counting the test of strengths
1: yeah a couple of the ones in the Rito area is that an area I've been to yet I don't think so bird people no, I haven't. Okay, yeah. So a couple ones up there are kind of cool. They deal with like electricity and some of them. Oh, like, that's That really cool. made me think. Uh,
0: well, there was the electricity one somewhere. We have to collect, connect the circuits.
1: Yeah. So a couple of those like later on, I got frustrated. I couldn't figure it out. So I just started throwing my swords in the ground. I've
0: heard that. I heard someone else talk about yeah, that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the reason I knew it worked was I got shocked once. Yeah. Because like I swung at one or something. I'm like... This game's pretty advanced. I wonder if I could just... I did. I threw my sword in the ground. Did you
0: throw it or did you use like the the magnet?
1: The hold and drop. And then you can move it with the magnet.
0: Okay. Because I I think I shocked myself through that magnet thing once. Or maybe I was just standing too close. Uh, Probably standing too close. I don't think you can shock yourself through the magnet. Okay. But whatever it was, it hurt me pretty bad that day.
1: Yeah, but there's some pretty like, like using the ice puzzle. Yeah. Like things. Like for the longest time, like I was sitting there in this like room with this waterfall. And I was like i was just befuddled and i didn't know like i was just sitting there with all my things i was trying to use stasis i was trying to use bombs i was just throwing things at walls and finally i pulled out like the ice thing because i'd already tried to like get on an ice block and jump over the wall and it didn't work so i'm like sitting there and finally i'm just like sitting there like clicking the button after i was throwing bombs for a while and uh like the ice block instead of being like on the horizontal plane like, i put it against the wall oh, yeah and, and, it and it shot out. out i'm like Oh man, fuck me. Like how did I not see that? And it just never occurred to me that it just ran out of the wall. Yeah, well that was like um
0: when I was doing there's one where you have to get these balls in these like little spots. Right? And so the first one is like it's going across a conveyor belt. You yep. have to freeze and you shoot it and it goes in. And the next one, same thing, but it's got the little mini, you know, bad guys on it, whatever. And the third one, is these lasers going across i didn't realize you could just stasis the freaking lasers oh yeah and it stops them
1: dude some of this stuff is very nuanced
0: yeah i'm like trying all this crazy i'm trying to i was trying to grab a a um a treasure chest using the magnet thing and knock blocks over to my side so that i could block the thing with them yep yeah that didn't work
1: yeah, so there are there are like weird ways to solve puzzles yeah uh so have you done the one where it, like it turns the game pad into like a oh
0: you were you trying to get the ball to go through yeah yeah did you just no but i heard someone else mention that and just makes it flat
1: yeah and you just like go so i dropped my gamepad in the bed because i did that I, I probably spent a solid half an hour doing that
0: you dropped your gamepad what
1: on the bed like i was sitting in this hotel room like okay this game and i dropped it on the bed i was like sitting there, like, looking, and, like, I looked down, like, I picked it back up, and it was, like, just...
0: So, do you have to, like, get down underneath it to do that? Like, lay down and hold it over your head to flip it upside down? Oh, no,
1: I just, I turned it, like, whenever you start it, the orientation that the gamepad's in, when you start it, oh. that's where it holds it, so I just, I put it flat, and then turned it. Oh, crazy. Yeah. You know? But there was a couple other ones like that, like, there was one where you're, like, swinging a hammer... And there's, like, different ways. Like, if you, like, swing the hammer all the way around or if you catch it at an angle, it does stuff. You're, like, playing putt-putt with the thing. Crazy. Yeah, I know. I mean, they get really... They're cool. But it, the thing that kills me is sometimes, like, you know, when you're looking for shrines, uh, like, there's, like, you know, it looks like there's puzzles to get to them and stuff. Or, you know, you hear, like, you go to tip about a shrine. It's like, oh, it's in the middle of this or something like that. I just go vertical. Like, anytime I can get, like, a, a, point, a vantage point yeah, it's like glide down to it.
0: Well, that's like the the one I've heard people talk about. This one I stumbled across it recently where it's got like the vines all around it, like it's it's the water. It's a little island. Oh yeah, and there's yeah. There's stuff, and you just have to get up high and glide. It. I
1: mean, it's and it it's gotta be pretty easy to figure that one out. Yeah, I want to say, but it, it kind of screws with you because there's like a tower right near there, and it's not high enough.
0: Uh, I don't remember there being a tower. Oh oh, like in the water, it's like yeah. a, a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. not tall enough.
1: No, uh, right around there though was probably one of my favorite interactions I hadn't done the shield slide yet yeah and you meet these guys that are like shield surfing bros they talk very broish and they show you how to do it and I was like oh, I kind of forgot about that uh but now like there's been a couple times where like I'm going down a hill and y'all you know, have like the bow out and I'm surfing on my shield and I don't think anything makes you quite feel like a badass like Popping a, you know, Bacoblin in the face with a bow as you're flying by. Oh, I'll have to try it.
0: I've surfed on one, but I haven't actually tried to combat that. Oh
1: way. man. Yeah. Get like a good place going downhill towards like a group of enemies and start like launching bomb arrows. Oh man. There's been a couple of times like, you know, once you have like, you know, two full stamina wheels, like if you're falling and you pull your bow out, you just like wreck.
0: Okay. So let's talk side quest for a minute. Okay. Have you been doing them?
1: Uh, a few here and there. There's some of them. Like I've taken a look at and they've just been like they don't have any weeds, and I don't know what they're talking about. Because I've done like one
0: or two uh, and sadly I've actually like really enjoyed what I've gotten. I, I got a couple diamonds out of one of them. Yep. And I got those Zora pants out of another one. Um. So I might as well start doing more of them because it seems like they actually might give you some decent stuff. Oh yeah. But I hate side quests. Like I I love exploration part of this. I love just walking. Like if there's a part of a map I haven't gone to I will just go walk around it. Doing a side quest.
1: Oh, God. There's one like carrying a torch somewhere. Like you have to get a fire and carry a torch. Yeah. Uh, and it started raining on me. Oh, geez. And man, I just want to like throw, <laughs> throw that nice bitch across the room. Unless you, you just come back later. Yeah, well, I had to find a fire and sleep and go back and do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, well, the-
0: but did you notice that at, like the bottom of the screen where it tells you what time it is? It'll tell you what weather's coming up.
1: No, is that what the three little suns down there mean? I,
0: I think so. Oh, I think you'll gosh. see like a rain cloud and be like, oh, the next weather I'm gonna have is there's
1: rain cloud. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Like the climbing and stuff like that, like when it gets when it's raining, climbing it's hard. Uh,
0: suppose okay, so I ran into this guy at one point yeah. that talked about climbing in the rain. And it said like there's some special thing you can get, but they'll only give it to people that are them. And I thought it was Azora armor, but that doesn't help you in the rain climbing.
1: Where was this guy at?
0: Yeah, um I think so okay. So there are the Twin Peaks. Yeah. There's a stable near there. It's near there? I think it was around there that the guy made the comment. Man, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, I mean Because because I was trying to climb up to the top Yep. and it was raining. I had to go like all the way around to get all the way up there again. And that's when um, you
1: talked about like you had the climbers. These are very light spoilers. It's a, a bandana, a climbing bandana. Yeah, I got
0: that really early on. Yeah,
1: so it's just a piece of armor, but you had it and I didn't. I'm like, man, where in the hell was that? So I started looking for shrines in that area that I didn't get. And There's the two on the peak. So you get it from a shrine? Yeah, you got it from a shrine. Oh, didn't that's, that's what you told me. Yeah, you see, you get it from a shrine. Oh, I don't, but there's well. the two big shrines on top of those peaks. And there's a lower one. Yeah, I didn't get the lower oh, one. Oh, so the started, thing is I didn't know about the two big ones. I knew about the lower one. Oh, see, I just I was going up. I'm like, oh, those peaks look cool. I'm gonna go up there and see what's up there. And I got to one, and I'm like, oh, there's one on the other side. So I jumped over there. Oh, those ones, back. by the way, were crazy. They were. You had to go out and take the picture. Yeah. So. Yeah, but just I mean, I don't know. It doesn't seem like I've ever played a game that's as. Like rewarding with exploration. Like it feels like, you know, everywhere I go, like, yeah, I just recently filled out my map by getting the last tower. Yeah. And I got the tower, and like, I don't see anything up there from the. And normally when you get to the tower, you can see a lot. Yeah. But like some of these areas, I think, are like the later game areas. Like I found just a random thing called, like, a forgotten something that just had like 12 guardians in it. I'm like, well, you know, walked in. Didn't have enough arrows, walked right back out. So I've heard... Yep.
0: You can deflect the the Guardian's blast.
1: You can. Yeah, you can do a perfect deflection.
0: Is that... Oh, you have to do it that way? Is it any shield?
1: Yeah. Any shield can do it. Have you tried this? Yes, I can do it. It just... I find it much more... Much easier to just put an arrow into their eye and kill them one shot.
0: Well, if you have the right kind of arrow. Yeah. Which I don't have those.
1: Yeah. You should find... I mean... keep going through it you'll find them pretty yeah
0: fun. i will i mean i'm like i said i mean i've got those two those two ones i showed you yep and then i'm going to move up to that next era era area. yep words are hard yeah um okay we'll close this out soon all right cuz i don't want to get too spoilery no on, i'm on on record but i want to ask this wait on me what style of weapon is your favorite do you prefer the two-handed swords, the one-handed swords, the spears? Probably
1: the one-handed swords because I like to be able to block.
0: That is the problem. Yeah. Because I really like using the spears because it gives you the distance. Yeah. But that's because I'm terrible at combat.
1: Yeah, the uh, the perfect dodges, I think, are my favorite so far.
0: Do you do the backflip or the side-to-side? Side-to-side. Oh, see, I always try to do the backflip.
1: Yeah, normally if I do like a a left or something. Cause something like autumn charge. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Did you, so I'm gonna ask you this, this kind of, this is spoiler free, but so in the dungeon, right. Okay. You get the map, right. Every single the game has a yeah, map. Yeah.
0: Which by the way, I didn't realize how, how, what I needed to do to get that one. Yep. And how easy it was. Oh, and so man. I didn't get it for a while and I could not figure out how to do the next thing I needed
1: to do. So I got that. Like I figured it out. I was just sitting there playing around with yeah. bombs and stuff. Uh, and, you know, it lights up, like, very brightly when you pick the sure. right thing. Uh, but I did not realize on the map that you could manipulate things. Yes. Yeah, that took... I was in there for, like, a half an hour.
0: Okay, we'll talk more about that when we're off air. Oh, my god! Because I'll tell you what happened with that with me. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, the game's great. As somebody who doesn't play Zelda games, I had no real big connection to the series. If you have the... I'm, I'm upset that it is behind this wall because if I could get more people to play it so they had more money to make more games like this, I want them to do it. Like I don't want them to ruin it, like go some yeah. weird direction or make it too big or too wild, but the game is wonderful. Like,
0: okay, now do you have any thought at all or desire at all to get the DLC when it comes out? So so it's, it's already out to buy. I've already bought it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm crazy like that, right? And really the only reason it is because it's going to give... It's, it's going to give the the n- more story later on. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just do it now while I'm paying for everything else so I don't even think about it.
1: So if it is an extra like a fifth something or, you know, like a extra like a story that makes sense, not a money grab or like I don't want to like play a Zelda and not have the powers. Like I've put all this time and effort into getting all this stuff uh, and I'm pretty invested in that, you know, kind of like destiny, right? You know. I put a lot of time in this character and I am extremely happy with the way my character is progressing and all that yeah uh, you know the way my link is progressing uh, so if somebody's like oh you're gonna play as this new guy or I'm gonna take all your stuff away and you're gonna start from scratch for this like one spot I'm be like you know suck it yeah
0: I don't know I don't know what to expect yeah alright let's wrap this up alright man talk more Zelda spoilery stuff off air oh absolutely thank y'all for listening to part 2 it's been fun talking about Zelda it's I love been, Zelda it's been a blast we're gonna do some more series coming up we're gonna do a Smash Brothers series at some point at some point we're gonna do a series on Halo oh alright uh, once we get to the chance where we can play the Halo 5 which neither of us have played
1: no
0: uh, if there's other series that you want us to play or want us to talk about uh, let me know. You can hit us up at Gin Game Podcast on Twitter. Or hit me up at Johnny underscore casino. Or hit Ben up at he doesn't have anything. Maybe he never will. I know that's too many characters. <laughs> so uh big thanks to OC Remix for the Zelda music I'm gonna use at the beginning and end of the show. And we will talk to you in a week or two. Bye bye.